Hey everyone, and welcome to this very special episode of Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. Uh, we are your hosts, uh, Kicker, the chief of Serial. I think he's he's that way. He's that way. He's that way. I don't know which way I'm pointing. I can't see. He is also the chief of Serial and the sigillite of FLG, and we are joined by our surprise guest. Yes, those of you at home, you might notice that that way. That way, we are have an Australian invasion occurring. Uh, there was an invader brought into Kicker's house uh, this week. Yeah. We have the lovely effervescent Adam Camilleri. Um, I would like to point out, Adam, that um, a certain show on a different network may always introduce you as the late great Adam Camilleri, which sounds yeah. like you're dead. So I don't, yeah. I don't, you're not dead. You're alive. See, you're right there. Well, it's, it's a couple. It's like a triple. It's like a triple slap. Firstly, I'm not dead. No, you're not. Secondly, dead. while I'm in Australia, I'm actually in the future, so I can't be late. No. It's Blake Law. I never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And I'm Seth, the Mad Doc, your competitive's correspondent. What has everyone been up to? Well, well Seth, um, for the viewers that are not watching this wonderful episode, um, we are clearly all in my living room right now because we have the new Definitely ones. Definitely all three of us. All three of us. All three of us. Nobody's been Photoshopped no. uh, or edited. <laughs> Every all, all three of us are in my living room right now sitting on a sofa ready to rock and roll tomorrow at the New Orleans Open. We'll set up tomorrow so that we can play on Friday. Um, so I've been scrambling like a, a madman. I've also picked up today, uh, picked up Adam at the airport. That was exciting. Um, that, that's that's like a big you know step in a relationship. To go pick up somebody from the airport is is a pretty like- you It know, was quite special. Yeah, I haven't even done that for my wife yet. So geez, um, uh, what have you- Oh what my. You, right, what, what have you been up to, Seth? Um, so after I finally settled on my list for the, the, uh, New Orleans open, I, uh, finished like in the last week, 20 beast snaggle boys, nine commandos, a pain boss, a beast boss on Swigasaur. Um, so with everything I did last week, it's like 40 models in the last week and a half or so. And then I have, uh, started watching, uh, do you ever watch Dragon Ball Z when you're a kid? Yes. Yes. Have you ever heard of Dragon Ball Z abridged? Yes, no. wait, what is that? and you haven't watched this yet. It's first I time. just started watching it. I'm I'm oh 60 episodes in. You're watching that later tonight. Imagine what? if you will, someone edited down Dragon Ball Z so that there was significantly <laughs> shorter episodes, and then redubbed it with absolutely hilarious voiceovers. Are you serious? This yes. is a thing. Oh yes, it How is amazing. Like I. I'm uh, this weekend. If anyone ever looks down, I'm just gonna look at them and throw something and yell, Sensubine. Yes. <laughs> One of the best lines is Nappa is like kicking the crap out of the, the Z fighters or whatever. And he turns to Vegeta and he says, Vegeta, I can fly. <laughs> and, and just lose your mind. It's so good. Yeah, it's so uh, good. what have you been up to? Or Adam. 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 Have Adam. we asked you what uh, you've been up to yet? Adam's in America. Yes. Of yep. the three of us, I'm certainly the one that is. I'm actually in Australia, right? I'm definitely not on this couch. <laughs> He's definitely yes. not in my living room. The only one that got photoshopped in. It's yeah. the guy that. <laughs> the three of us. I'm the most likely candidate to be photoshopped in. Uh, but no, I have. Uh, I have. I've taken a chance and trying to go full time as a content creator, as a 40k personality commentator, shoutcaster, whatever. So I quit my day job, and I've taken six months out of my life to see if I can make this absolute wild dream become a reality. And yeah, through wonderful people like FLG and a bunch of other guys, I'm seeing what I can do. So really happy to be here. Going to be commentating on the Frontline Gaming's New Orleans Open this weekend on the lovely Jill, Joe on Warhammer's Live, which will be restreamed over onto the Frontline Gaming Twitch. You can catch me there or catch me on Joe's show. I'll be doing the commentary along with his format. So it won't be strictly the same as what we've been producing recently, but it'll be, if you know what Joe does, it's an exceptionally good yep. 
uh, exceptionally good high quality stream and it should be a fun show. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's a full house here at the Kicker household. Uh, we have Adam in our guest bedroom, Joe in his <laughs> camper rig out front and, and, and Joe and Adam are in the living room with myself and we're all talking shop. And my wife just walks in like, what is going on? 40K is taking over the house. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, baby. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's pretty cool. I, I will say, though, it's, it's kind of surreal to see Adam in person because I've never actually met him face to face. So this is this is this is fun. Um, we hope that everyone come out to not only to the New Orleans Open, but to the LVO and get to see all these cool characters face to face and hang out with us. It'd be it's, fun. Yeah. it's really weird. It's a surreal sensation to feel like I'm out, out talked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so let me hop in on that because chat chat has some, some ideas. Here. Not going to get a single word in today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm already struggling. Um, but uh, everyone knows uh, Tamagotchi Express, um, yeah. aka Kelsey Ito. Uh, he said, "Well, here comes the word per minute singularity." Ready, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really <laughs> so so uh, just everyone get ready because this one's going to be an interesting one. Kicker, take us through the industry news. Yeah, we're going to keep it short. Um, most important thing that's going on is the GW Advent Calendar. Uh, they're doing this thing every day, a little sneak peek of some sort of part of, of the model. It's clear, uh, pretty clear right now it's Eldar. Let's, let's Eldar, be honest. Yeah. We know yeah. it's Eldar. It could uh, definitely be orcs. Yeah. <laughs> you wish, man. I mean, Adam, did you call it? Uh, when you saw the first you know, little preview, did you think Eldar? I saw I, I saw a Dark Reaper. You saw a Dark Reaper? I, literally, ah. I saw a Dark Reaper at the front of a Dark Reaper's cannon. At least that's the one I'm thinking yeah, yeah. of when I saw the first one. I can't, that might have yeah, been the yeah. second or third. But yeah, I'm like, that is a, temp, that is a Dark Reaper, yeah. Reaper launcher. And now the rumors are really starting to hit home. And with all the previews, it looks like, it, I mean, now, this is still technically a rumor, but it looks like it's going to be Eldar Cor Corsair is going to be a big part of this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, which which were a fan favorite. And those are for those not in the know, the the Elder Corsairs are the, the Elder Pirates. So it's looking mm. pretty good that the Elder line is going to get a good refresh in the very near future, which which is exciting. They're up to uh, – they, they, GW owes them a codex right now. So what are, what are you thinking? I mean, no, 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 no. Eldar, Eldar are not owned anything. Eldar crushed <laughs> souls for multiple editions. <laughs> they are allowed to languish on the vine for a bit. So it's like – out of the way, I want to see a golf supplement. I want to see an evil sun supplement. Exactly. Snake bite I've only gotten one supplement. I need more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually an interesting thing because if they do try to make Eldari a true super faction, like do we get yeah. a, do we get a, a craft world book and then we get what a Unari supplement? Oh, yeah. We get a, a Colossus supplement. We get a you know oh um, the Exodite. Exodite the right dinos, Yeah. Uh, people, I people I know for a fact apart from squats. People want Exodites almost like yeah. the second, the second yeah. run down from people who want an Exodite, an Exodite line. And, and it, it would make sense if you think about it, right? We already have Imperium, Chaos, Xenos, and then Eldari, which is already a super faction. Yeah. I mean, they really just need to have a few more bits and pieces. Yeah, exactly yeah. Right. And, well, same, and same for, I mean, if they were to make it like possibly even make some like uh, Brood Brothers unique things to add another second fiddle to the to the hive mind super yeah. faction, we could really flesh out some of these bodies. I like it. And, and I think that'd be fun. I mean, I, not that I don't like Imperium and Chaos and Xenos, but I think it'd be nice to grow up these other mm. super factions uh, tremendously. No, Seth is saying no. Seth is saying no. Seth, you're, you're really good at following the rumors. Uh, have you heard anything about this release? I, I've been hearing that there's going to be an entire uh, revamp of, of basically the full line, which if you think about like how long the Eldar line has been out there, like, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of kits that need to be revamped. What um, so more than two years ago when I started the game, it was the same Phoenix Lords. Yep. Phoenix Lords, apart from Jane's R getting a model 18 months ago, whatever it was, the same yeah. same Fugin, same Baharoth, same, all of them exactly the same. And you can say that yep. for pretty much most of the character range, with the exception, I think, of Eldrad or the Farsi yeah, 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 yeah. as well. It's just... It needs it, and it deserves it as well. They're so iconic. Yeah, and and I mean, like the quality has changed. It's not just that we get 
bored with the existing yeah. models, but the quality has changed so much. I, I when Kill Team first dropped, I bought an Eldar kit because yeah. I really wanted to try them, and I just got so annoyed with the crappiness of mm. the old models. I'm like, okay, not enough detail, I'm, you know, not doing the whole army. So, so this I'm gonna a- I'm gonna hop in and remind viewers that about five minutes ago, Kicker said we're gonna keep this short. Okay, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, so. <laughs> All the product release news, you know, skipping it. So let's go move right along. Um, We do have New Orleans open starting on Friday. Tomorrow, if you're in the area, come help set up. We'll be on Canal Street setting up at the Sheraton. Um, The Bad Wolf Crew, this is a local store that these are the guys buying us every, buying all the challenge coin holders of drinks. Bad Wolf is a local hobby store and and bar here. Um, They've got a whole group of volunteers and we want to thank them. They're all showing up tomorrow to help make this happen. So so that's badly needed. Adam's going to be put to work helping set up the tables. Uh, Seth, if you show up early, guess what? You're going to help us. We could really use it. Uh, I'll do my best. You'll do your best. Our superhero though right now is Leo. He's driving the truck from Las Vegas to New Orleans with all the LVO. That is just crazy. Leo. Yeah. Godspeed, Leo. Hopefully you're not listening live while driving. How long is that drive? 26 hours. I was about to say, it's it's got to be at least 24 or more. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. But he will be here tomorrow. Is Leo commenting on Facebook? Do I have a Facebook user that says, I'm almost there with everything. Don't worry. (laughs) Don't text and drive, Leo. Leo. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna play you a song when you get there this weekend. And you'll understand. No, 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 no. Please don't do that. So, so, so you can hop in chat. We'd love to have you hop in chat. Uh, Seth is monitoring the chat right now. Leo yes. should hopefully be pulled over. Maybe he's getting gas right now. Um, but he'll be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. he's not driving and texting. Uh, but yeah, Leo has all the wonderful terrain as well as the secondhand shop. We will have the secondhand shop here, which is mm-hmm. pretty legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth, you've 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 mastered the art of the secondhand he's shop. Looted. Yeah, yeah I've, 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 I've looted many of things. Seth, do you want to give like the insider pro tip on how to really, you know, maximize your options at the secondhand shop? Well, you play orcs and then yes. you can loot any vehicle from any faction. It's well, perfect. Well, well, okay. Uh, or or you can come back several times. So come back Friday yes. morning, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, you meant the actual knowledge, actual not my, my shenanigan yeah. re-orc knowledge. Yes. Um, Leo, love him. Uh, he rotates stock throughout the weekend, guys. So he's putting new stuff out each day. So keep checking back in. Partic- you know, if you're around, check in. Um, you know, if you're really looking for something maybe very specific, you might ask him and see if, if he's got a minute, if he can dig through the back to see if it's there. Um, but yeah, he does rotate stock. Yeah. So so I think so we're gonna have the secondhand shop. We're gonna have, uh, of course, wonderful competitive play. Um, but we're also going to have a great stream team. As we were saying, Joe is is going to be out there with Adam uh, r- running the stream. You'll be helping out. You know? Yeah, I'll be doing I'll be doing the commentary. It's, it's not going to be the traditional like you know I'm commentating over the entire game. I don't believe it'll be me interjecting to highlight the give you some hot takes, highlight some interesting bits of play, strategy news, update on the scores, update on the battle round, give you a sense of the entire event, kind of paint the scene for you. Uh, but yeah, definitely be doing uh, by Joe's format there, not the traditional what we usually do, the big song and dance. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a very laid back version of Adam Kim. <laughs> oh, that's going to be great. I'm still going to have a voice by the end of it. It's going to be magnificent. Yeah. Remember, in, in the background, folks, our producer Val uh, is taking bets now uh, on how long that'll take before Adam just launches into like verbal. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, Val will probably get me a link for his betting site here shortly, and we can start taking bets on there. And, uh, what? His stream midway through. Um, uh, but it is it is New Orleans. It is the Big Easy. So we want everyone, including Adam and Joe, to just chill and relax and enjoy the venue. 
Um, I want to get one really important thing out of the way. This is regarding the Cherokee Open. There's a lot of you know hubbub about room rates and and is there like people are trying to find better room rates than our room block by looking at third party sites or even going directly through the Cherokee website and getting rooms that were advertised as lower. And so I, I wanted to comment on this and hopefully clear up everything because we do this at every one of our events. We always have a, a really good room block with the best room deal you can get. So let's just start. With that. Okay. So, um, one of the things that we need to kind of discuss is uh, the rate. I'm, I'm just reading off my notes here because I need notes. Um, so by staying in the Frontline Gaming room block at the Cherokee Open or any one of our Frontline Gaming events, the rate is locked in for the entire stay of the event. So yes, uh, the non-room the non block might get you a get the, in the door kind of rate. So right now at Cherokee, it's like $75 for Thursday. But then if you look at the hotel, they're going to then charge you $500 on Friday, $500 on Saturday, $500 on Sunday. Did you see that stuff? That, that's the yeah. actual rate. So, so you could get $74 for one night, but then you're going to get screwed every other night. So if you stay with us in our room block, you're getting the locked-in rate for every single night, which is $135. So obviously, it's way cheaper mm. that, that way. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's but then we take it even a step further. Um, there's always all those little like extra charges when you stay at a resort. Um, a ho all hotels have these fees, right? Um, at a at a resort like Cherokee, they call it their resort fee. Um, mm -hmm. Those rates I just mentioned above, like you're going to add an additional twenty five dollars to that rate. So if you're, you know, that's just a flat twenty five dollar resort fee, regardless of who you book through, unless you book through the Frontline Gaming room block, because I very I spent a lot of time to negotiate that that resort fee was waived for all of our players. So not only are you getting a locked-in rate, but you're not getting those little nonsense added resort fees. Now, I don't do that for every single one of the events because it's not always possible, but at the Cherokee Open, I was able to uh, to waive the resort fee. So woohoo! Um, and then the other thing is with the, uh, with the room block, you also get a lot of freebies. At Cherokee, all the players, I don't even think players even realize this, or people have already booked their hotel room. You get, you're going to be getting, you know, free internet to your room. You're going to get two uh, user codes for your room. You're going to get access to all the resort things for free, like the pool and the gym that you normally have to pay a little bit more for. And yes, you're going to get free parking, uh, free valet. And that includes free valet parking. So you're not, you, you know, so, so the little frontline gaming room block is actually saving you a lot on a lot of different angles. Um, and, and, and very importantly, guys, you're helping us out. Frontline Gaming only gets credit if you book through the room block. That's the only way the hotel says, oh, wow, this venue, this event really brought in a lot of people to our venue. Mm. So not only are you getting a you know, good bang for your buck, but you're actually really helping us keep on putting on you know, Frontline Gaming events. So, so yeah. thank you. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, my wife has officially declared that the, that will be her birthday weekend and we will be going. So as soon as I can get everything off with work, you will you will see me there. Maybe. <laughs> and, 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 and hopefully Adam, I think he's going to yeah. be here in his uh, American tour. He can come join us. When is it? Uh, it's February, February 24th, 26th, uh, 25th, 26th, and 27th. Doing math. That's yeah, doing math. two and a half months away. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if I need to bounce out of the country that weekend or not. Okay. So no, we'll if, see. if you we'll can, see. please if, do. If I can be there, I will. If not, maybe I'll stay remote. Awesome. It's another beautiful part of the country. Oh, it sounds Island, incredible. So. Sweet. Yeah, Sweet. I, yeah. I looked up some of the All right. Like Let's hop into some FLGN news. Yes. Uh, so we uh, this week on uh, Grim After Dark, they had Taylor on for another Taylor episode. They went through the infinite and divine. And, um, you know, we, we might trade some barbs back and forth with with our brothers over at Grim After Dark. But putting it like but I, I have heard that there is a growing amount of respect in the community for their interview style. So um, I would not be surprised. 
if we uh, see some more uh, interesting guests coming in the future. I'm not going to spoil it for them, even though I could. But they did um, receive my cease and desist uh, notice on their uh, <laughs> uh, malicious use of my name and image. Um, so hopefully we can we can move forward from there. Um, chapter tactics uh, this week talked about the worst units in 40k. Uh, so go check that out. And then uh, the Thursday show, Adam. Adam, yeah. what's on the Thursday show this week? Well, you know? I just started working on it today. So we're going to be covering, of course, we're going to be covering the New Orleans Open Rock Island game. We're also going to be covering one of the, I guess, the largest events to happen in Australia in a little while, especially on the, the West Coast of Australia, which is the New South Wales Masters. So 60-player event, six round, best players in that state. Going to be rocking it off to see who's the best player of the, the in that year for the state, and it's got some pretty decent names. Like the most recent CanCon winner is going to be there, so that's that's all literally right. the equivalent of an LVO. Um, so he, I've got his list up. I've just broken it down until he's all about it. In addition, uh, one of the other top players in Australia is in attendance. So yeah, mm-hmm. a couple of bits to break down there. In addition to all the stats and juiciness coming from this weekend's super major by Frontline Gaming. Nice, nice. Speaking of, do we know if lists have been unlocked yet for uh, for this event? Kick they off. have not. They have not. And that's why I haven't done it yet, because I'm hopefully nah. unlocked in the next corner. Can we twist oh, your arm, Kicker? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I think I know someone that can help you with that. Yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah I know somebody oh, that, can, that can, that can assist yeah, yeah. there. So. Yeah, let's, let's, let's make that happen. Let's yeah. make that happen, guys. Cool. I'll go back right. to talk to your people. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, the main segment uh, for this, this episode... Um, is actually we're going to talk about the the previewed uh, chapter approved 2022 rules that uh, were out at the GW Open uh, this past weekend for their finals. Um, they previewed two new missions. The important point with both of the missions is that they've changed how primary scores instead of scoring five points for each of the things, either holding one, holding two, holding more, or holding two, holding three, holding more. It's now four points. So your primary from holding objectives caps at 12 per turn. And they've added, uh, they've taken the mission secondaries away and made those a way to score primary. So the first mission they showed was secure missing artifacts. It's a five objective mission. It deploys just like priority targets, including how you move your objectives. um, And you secretly note a priority target uh, on your opponent's side of the field. So you move, you can move an objective and choose on their side of the field. And then they score their three points by holding that priority objective oh, each cool. turn. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of move that out to a position that might be more advantageous to you. And they've got to jump on that objective and hold it to yeah. get their three primary. Um, and so then the other mission, well, let me get the other mission, Adam, and then I'll let you loose. <laughs> um, <laughs> the second mission, because I figure once I let them loose, I'm never stopping them, um, is recover the relics. Are you uh, noticing Seth's speed? He's speaking fast. Yeah, I'm trying to get my words in. The <laughs> Six objective mission uh, setup and deployment is just like retrieval. It's also taken the hold. Um, this one, though, for the remaining three points, you actually have to kill enemy units. So we're going back to a, a kill point system almost. So you have to get three units destroyed in a battle round. And the twist on this one was in order to get your, your CP that you get each turn, you have to hold an objective either in no man's land or your opponent's territory, which is your opponent's uh, portion of the board. And you can get an extra CP if you hold an objective in their deployment zone. Mm. Adam, go. It is a really <laughs> cool change. First and foremost, the difference of priority targets, well, priority targets was the, the joke mission as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It was the mission where the secondary, yeah. everyone started with 15 points mm-hmm. up and one of your secondary choices just didn't matter. Now, not only do you have a third secondary that you must pick because there's no default just auto 15 for everybody. You have an actual legitimate give and take with your opponent where you've got a loss of agency in the, the points you can score, but you, you, you're hampering their agency at the same time. You're moving an objective and then pointing out and say, see that one I just messed with? 
that's the one you have to sit on. Oh. Instead of you just being like, see this one I just moved and insulated, that's the one I have to sit yeah. on. It's such a fundamental and cool change. That I think it's going to make that mission so much more interesting. So Anik is a thumbs up for that one. What about the other mission? Two Aussie thumbs up. Two I, can't remember the name. I can't remember the name of this Recover one. Recover the relics. Recover yeah, yeah. the relics. And which one's this based off? This is the six objective mission. Is it the hammer and anvil one? Based off retrieval. And yeah, killing things. Yep. Now, the, this has got kill points. This is, once again, it's, it's, all the primary missions have changed to the 4.8.12 format, which I like quite a yeah. lot. It's not as binary as the, oh, did I get a 5 or a 15, which happens so much of the time. Um, now, a lot of the time, you just get 8s and 4s and trade 8s and 4s. There's not that huge big gap between the, the 5 and the 15 mm, yeah. that we used to get. Um, now, but what I really like about this one is that the secondary is actually kill points. You get one extra bonus up to your 15 if you get up to three kill points in that turn. And, and you see how many people create an army and they could care less about killing you. they couldn't you. care less about you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All those Definitely. MSU armies that, you know, Dukari, you know, could, would go a turn or two or three without getting a bunch of kills and then just slaughter you in turn four and turn five. And now they're like, well, I just can't sit back and wait for advance and charge or my plus one here or my inbound. Mm-hmm. I got to go get some kills. Otherwise, this guy might get 15s popping raiders and little five-mans here and there. <laughs> and it's, it's actually a thing, even though that Dukari list, you know, had to change fundamentally. Yeah, There's yeah. still a lot of MSU yeah. in the game. So I think this is a really spicy change and I, I, I can't wait to see what the rest of these are. So both missions are very positive i mean you're happy with yes them. All right, absolutely sweet. and the secondary changes as well seth there's, there's a couple that are oh changed. yeah i've got that. those all listed yeah, out um but to clarify this the the primary still caps at 45 total yeah. um so you can't score above 45 um they do cap the the second way to score i don't know how to phrase it but the non-objective holding way to score primary whatever that is for each mission is capped at three per turn so you okay. can't be like i scored 12 this turn because I killed yeah. 12 units on Recover the Relics. It caps at three. Yeah. Um, I do like the Recover the Relics change on how you generate CP because that also forces interaction by having to hold objectives. Because yeah. um, I, 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 I'm not aware of that. How do you get... So, so normally you get your CP, your one CP at the start of each turn. You can only get that one CP if you're holding an objective that's outside of your deployment zone. Oh, wow. Um, I like that a lot. Each turn. And then you get an additional CP if you hold an objective in your opponent's deployment zone. Oh. So you are incentivized. You, you know, you know. there's some t- games where maybe you can be like, you know what, this turn, I got I to hide and wait because um, I don't want my opponent to be able to, to get angles on me. So rather than having that turn where it's free to sit back, if you're a CP heavy army, you might be forced to go forward. Or if you are a CP heavy army, you might you're incentivized to dive deep in your opponent's deployment zone to try to pick up those two because that's a that's a free interrupt, that's a fight on death, mm. that's uh, most of our good strategies for CP yeah. and orcs. So I think that's how everyone's books should be, right? Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> all right, secondary changes. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a few of them and we'll get let them add them in and then we'll hit a few more. So. Um, engage, they changed it so that it, you can only score engage with units that contain three or more models or our vehicles or monsters. So no more one man lictors going, Hey, well, I stole objective. I yeah. Um, no prisoners basically got bonus points awarded one yeah. bonus point. If you reach the 50 to 99 wound bracket and two bonus points, if you go over a hundred, so it makes it so that there's a little less number of wounds your opponent's army has to have for you to get a decent score on that. Exactly right. And that's because getting armies where you would legitimately get 10 points out of no prisoners was so few and far yeah. between. There, there yeah. were so few armies where you legitimately could conceive getting 10 points out of no prisoners that just never got taken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you would just take grind if you, if you were going to get a more, you'd get a more yeah, consistent yeah, yeah, score. Yeah. Totally, totally. Uh, bring it down. They shifted the 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 wounds brackets for the points. So now it's uh, up. You know, nine or fewer is one point. Yep. Ten to fourteen is two points, and fifteen or above is three points. I think that's actually a pretty big change. 
You know, that's huge because certainly now you've got things like all the transports that yes. are worth two points, not one. Yes. You've got things yeah. like Kill Rig, which are really popular right now. Certainly Kill Rig's th- uh, worth three. I mean, you know, so, yeah. so it's, it's, I think that was, I think it's a subtle change, but I think it's a significant one. Exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, they changed Rod to New Rod. Yes. Retreat, yep. Nocturne, <laughs> Nocturne, Nocturne. We're calling it New Rod. Changing different names. Just just, yeah. just update the rules. You don't need to change the name. And, well, I do like it says R&Ds, like research and development now. So I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm speaking of just calling it research and development. Fine. I love it. Um, so please feel free to... to yeah. So, so that one, they changed it. So infantry or bikers can do this, including characters. Yes. Um, and now the oh. unit com- at the end of the turn rolls to see if it completes its action you subtract one from the roll if the unit that's doing it is a troop and then you look at the result of the roll and if it is equal to or less than the number of models in that unit then the action succeeds so it's not a guaranteed on those small little units yeah so a five-man troop always passes yep. like your um crusader squads your crypto thralls your like one-man lick dives one-man lick that just really can't do it you gotta, i you gotta roll love this mechanic i love this mechanic because also incentivizes you to try and whittle down yes. units like even if it's a five-man yep. unit get that five-man unit down to yeah. two-man unit exactly yeah yeah no i love it i love yep. it but, also- and, but it also there's a little bit of risk there you're like you know what all i've got is this two-man unit i'm just gonna go for it and hope i you know i hit that one or two it gives great agency, though, to the armies that do have things that can reliably do this now. Because now, now there's a big divide between the, the armies that you just automatically get this by having little two-man yep. seconds sling around. E.g. sisters just have a bunch of two-man crusader squads just jump around and, and do it here, there, and everywhere. And now things like all of a sudden, they're, they're really bad at it. Yeah. But armies like Scions, like Gene Stiller Colt, that have so much dynamics and can push around the board here, there, and everywhere, all of a sudden they have a, a, a secondary that's easily better than everybody else's. All right, can I do a quick thought experiment right here? Okay, so you just said Scions. I know you're an Admech, not an Admech, a guard, guard player, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep, in, deep down inside. Um, we're talking about a five-man sign unit. Do you suddenly now take these five-man units, which is kind of the normal, into a six-man unit to guarantee it goes off? Well, because they're, they're this troops. This could be for Stormboy's first set as well. Well, because it's right? their troops and they're five-man, it automatically guarantees them. Oh, the it's minus are- one to the roll. Okay. And so, because it's, it's equal to or under the amount in the squad, right? So, yep. yep. Yeah. So okay. automatically guarantees if it's a five-man troop squad, you're yeah. good. It, yeah, but it's got to be it's got to be a troop choice. So like storm boys, it would not work. You'd have so to have a six-man storm boys. Five-man storm boys are really hot right now. Would you make? Yeah, that but it would have to be a six-man because storm boys are fast attack, not so troops. Is that what you're going to do to your list? Are you going to change those to six-man? Uh, no, kicker. You missed the important change. Oh. It can be done by bikes now, which means yes. the speed <laughs> mob has a secondary it can do. Yes. You know, the six bikes just run Boom, off. Just go to yeah. Yeah. So I can just be like, I'm moving 14 inches into your whatever table quarter I want. Boom, doing the action. Like you have a couple of units of, of five guys here or there and everywhere. Have your bikes, yeah. have a couple of units of 10 men. Boys, you might be able to do it in a pinch. Because realistically, like there's four, there's four quarters and there's five turns of the game. So you can afford to roll one right, six yeah. and bust yeah. it. Yeah. Two and you're unhappy, but yeah. you can afford to bust this once and still and still get it back. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, and cool. the other change is it now includes characters. So in that absolute pinch, because one of the plays of someone took yes. rod before where you were like, I'm just gonna kill all of his infantry and he's not gonna be able to score any rod, you can be like, you know what? All I've got left is characters. I, I might as well try. I've got a question for you, Seth. Does that yeah. mean Celestine has a 50-50 to get this off? Ooh. She's a three model unit. And what, ooh, like, ooh, what's the new the, the new black templar dude who has like a bunch of friends? That's a new of three little uh, <laughs> side, side slave 
you know, whatever. Yeah. They've got a, you know, they've got a, yeah. a, a two thirds chance. They've got a, to go yeah. Isn't there like one of the uh, the people from Black Death Bars has like three or four friends hanging around with him? Bro high fiving. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yes, thank you for saying in the unit, bros. Make like, our roles better. Even sillier. What's the Tanith first and only? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, Sorry, I, chat. I'm trying to. I'm trying to watch what we're talking about. Uh, chat says it's a grim, grim all this. You know, Adam. Also, grim laughs. These changes are going to be dramatic in how they change people's list. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think so as well. There's another couple others that have changed, yep. but I think yep. I really think we're going to see a new meta develop as soon as these drop. People are going to really yep. have to change up their list. Uh, deploy teleport homers, homers, and investigate yes, signals. We have the two. Yeah. Homers changed, uh, and the big change with that is. Um, before the action, and this is an action you have to perform within 12 inches of your opponent's deployment zone, you get two points or four if you're in their deployment zone. It used to be that the action completed in your next command phase. So you have to like walk up to your opponent's yeah. deployment zone and sit there, which is not a great no idea. But now it turned into if it's being done by a troop unit, it completes at the end of your turn. Mm-hmm. Which is another good use of fast-moving troop choices if you've got those in your army, um, and then investigate signals. Uh, before that was the one where you had to do an action in the center of the table within six inches of it, and if it completes, you get three points. You couldn't start the action if there was enemy unit within six, though. Now it lets you start the action even if there's an enemy unit within six. You just have to have them dead by the end of the turn, so you can't just automatically deny even trying to get that action done. Now, see, I see that one as being a little bit problematic because you can take that one with oath of the moment. You kind of yeah. get this double, uh, even yeah. triple down. And um, Stranglehold. the warp ritual, isn't there a psychic That's one that you do in the middle of the table? Yeah, yeah. So you um, just own the center. If yeah. you, it's like, okay, so I wanted to own the center anyway, and now if I'm doing it, it's buying into three separate secondaries. Yeah. And it's, it, I mean, it, it might be a bit of a, a snowball effect. But it could also be like putting all your eggs in one basket, right? True, you could yeah, totally true, get, true, if true, your true. opponent sees you doing that, well, okay, yeah. it's going to be a you battle. Get the blinkers on. Yeah, we're just going to go uh, charge forward. So the question that's coming out of chat is what is the ETA on chapter approved? Will it make it before LVO? Um, everything I've heard rumor wise is that this is probably not going to be out live in the rest of the world before LVO. So, um, you know, I'm not official. Um, but I would expect to probably be playing the 2021 stuff at LVO. Um, Just practicality wise. So the rules cutoff for LVO is, I believe, the 13th of January. Correct, which is just under, uh, just over a month from now. So whatever is the last thing that's going to make it out into the LVO meta is whatever is previewed up for pre-order, essentially New Year's week. New Year's Day, New Year's week. Yep, because that will be hitting streets. After approved... I've got a feeling we'd be hearing about it in the next week or two. Yeah. And seeing as I have, no one has any whispers about it, yeah. I'm thinking it's, we're not going to see it. Yeah, I mean, well, this is too big of a change that, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen right before LDO because that would make a lot of people try to pivot. A lot, yeah, a lot of, see, I almost think that I would like to see that. I would uh, like to see them, the absolute mess it would make. <laughs> just see what would happen no no see i'm i'm opposite i'm opposite i want i want the lvo to kind of be like the be all big end show for this this book and then that gives it the whole new season you know okay new itc season we got a new mission set it refreshes everything i'm 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 likely to be commentating the lvo and it's going to be a much bolder spectacle for me to unpack like this whole new world's meta for this massive event but you're right yeah. we've got we've come through essentially 10 about 10 months by the time the yeah. other happens it'll be 10 11 months of an of well it's a preeminence in yeah. one way shape or form and uh, i think it's only fitting well, we're it's gonna fair. bring them down don't worry they're not gonna survive lvo we will just be able to destroy them got some golf goodness <laughs> I, I have beaten thick city once yeah. don't ask me how many times i've lost to it but i've beaten it <laughs> once 
That's what it looks like. Jeez, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and then of course we have the two other codexes that we know are uh, we yes. have GSC and, and custodes. So we don't know if those will be at LVO yet because the book yeah. the state is not. Yeah, they were GW was hoping to have those out now or I think I maybe think next if they week. were gonna make it, they would have told us that yeah. it was gonna yeah. yeah. So, I think it's unlikely. They said in some time that it's yeah. early 2022 well, means we can't even guarantee January probably. Yeah, yeah. And that that is a shame for those books. So yeah. I legitimately find um, so the, the Custodes book, I find it interesting and intriguing. I want to see uh, how those things translate. Have you been practicing your stances? No, 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 no. I've been looking at Crossfire. I've been like, oh, look at this whole thing. What's the most interesting it, rule I have seen in this edition? I, I can't love it. It is, yeah. it it is. but if, if the Gene Seller Cults players do not sing the theme song for the board game Crossfire uh, while activating that rule, it doesn't count. Are you going to demonstrate for us now, Seth? And yeah. give them all yeah. Kicker just did. No, yeah. Kicker just did. <laughs> I had that game as a kid. I got to go find it. You, had, you know, you had to have the game. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a cool mechanic. I like that they're really putting energy into creating mechanics that yeah. are totally di- distinct, you know. Well, because they did get it the same, same. We've now mm-hmm. got protocols, we've got doctrinas, and we've got now Canical, the canicles really and stances that all feel kind of the same. Yeah. Um, and they're all kind of, seems like they're trickle downs from doctrines. Yeah. For the These just all seem like weird versions of WOG to me. I don't know what you're talking well, about. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. WOG is the same thing. Like, pick a turn, pick a, something, something happens at different turns of the game. I, yeah. I'd love to see more agency of, like, rules mechanics. I'd like to see those things be triggerable or be a skill ceiling for the player. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, then, and you have to play that army totally different to move yeah. those. You have to, yeah. you have to play GSC with the whole intent of moving the models in a specific way. That's mm. totally different than activating or moving models. Exactly from right. any other army. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing that thing we said we would do. Okay. All right. So let's, let's get into the, the thing that I'm hoping our audience. I just want to say, I'm just going to break into the show for a second guys. Cause we oh, God. Just hit 60 live viewers. Just so everyone's aware, that's what, you so what Val sounds Later. like the entire time in the background. Yeah, um, we have to listen to that voice the entire constantly, time. constantly, the whole time. So, um, 2022 ITC rules are also changing um, for our competitive news. So, the the big thing, the thing that um, hopefully will will set the universe in order um, there's going to be a changing to the scoring algorithm and the main thing that's changing in the scoring algorithm is there is no longer a flat multiplier for gt major or super major oh, did you hear this this is brand so new. Brand this new. is this is so there there will still be a effect based on the number of players at your event and the number of rounds played that will contribute to your score but it will not see a significant change in the score for like a 27 player five round event versus a 28 player five round event so do you want to explain why this is kind of becoming yeah why we make this pivot so originally the 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 scoring brackets i don't know if that's the official term but that's what i'm calling them so whatever um the brackets were made to kind of drive events to try to grow and hit certain numbers you know if you 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 had a target to hit a gt was 28 a major was what 50 something like that 46 50 it gave you a target as a to to grow towards events have exploded. I mean, we're talking about over the last four or five years, we've gone to having what one or two super majors period to like uh, Adam's tripping over them over on the Thursday show. Um, They're everywhere. So um, there's no longer that incentive, but there are some events that in the past have tried to, to more or less 
cook the numbers and use ghost players or sign up local players that immediately drop. And that just puts a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Someone trying to game the system like that. So by removing that multiplier, hopefully we're removing the incentive for, for uh, events to try to do things like that and just run events at their natural size. Um, this should also, I, I, from my understanding, help balance out some of the scoring um, like we were seeing with these large, you know, five, 600 player events that are only going five rounds and players coming in, you know, 60 or 70 place scoring higher than someone who goes undefeated at a 100 player event. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that'll help even out the scoring because I have been having folks reach out uh, about that. So I'm excited to see that in action. Um, it's it's a it's a fancy algorithm that uh, the Emperor Reese has, has said is far too complex for our mortal minds. Um, but I am hoping. Oh crap! I realized this entire time I've been talking, I have minimized the screen that actually has the chat in it. Um, whoop whoop! But no, um, but this is really important, right? Yes. Like so, so the the terms as we know them: GT, Major, Super Major, RTT. They're not really relevant anymore. It's it's more of how many players. Or an event, just the number. And, 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 you know, just today, like literally today, I got an email from a guy that's first time ever running an event. He's really excited. He's like, I, I, how many people do I have to hit? Like, like, do, what if they, what if they drop? Like, he's, yeah. this guy's never run an event before. He's really nervous about what happens yeah. if people drop. Do they count towards him? I'm like, dude, don't this even worry is about just that. Just to you guys, you, I'm pretty sure the multiplier is still there. It's that they're not, you don't have to have a minimum amount of events. Yeah. I've got no idea. Wait, you, you don't have yeah, to have... Val, the... Val just top gave, was, was asking questions. It's yeah, it's sorry. my... Uh, Val was asking if the multiplier is still there. It's my understanding the multiplier will not be there for benchmark event sizes uh, in my discussions with uh, El Papa Reese. Hmm. Um, so so the, there will be no... just There will be no um, set distinction between a yeah, major or a GT. Yeah. That's kind of irrelevant. I think. Yeah. No, no breakpoints. Yeah. yeah, there'll be no there'll be no score multiplier difference between yeah. those two. It's based off of how many rounds you have and how many players you have at your event, not yes. if it hit that benchmark the, point. Yeah, so that's already the case. Uh, this yeah. is fresh information to me, and I love it. I'm yeah. very happy. With Sweet. It. I All think right. I think the ITC was getting to a point of not so much uh, like getting out of fashion or out of favor, but kind of a could have gone into stagnation in a year or two if nothing was done to keep it new fresh and revamped and yeah you're right absolutely right i've heard people having bad taste in their mouth and going and being absolute shark tank like 50 60 70 player events winning and you know eight seven eight whatever rounds and then over the other side of the world somebody rocks up and goes you know two and four and gets almost as many points as yeah yeah yeah. it just leaves a bad taste at the same time i do i do like the lack of pressure on them so i think these are great changes and and well done to you guys well done Uh i see what val and i are confused about Val is talking about, uh, if you're watching him in, in chat, he's talking about your individual score um, being a com- combination of your six best events. We're talking about the score multiplier being if I am a 27-player event and I come in first versus a 28-player event and I come in first, there is a significant difference in those scores right now. No. Val's keep saying no. All right. <laughs> I We're going to have to talk off air because him and I are not connecting. He's not doing uh, any favors whatsoever. He should probably just give his mouth shut. The point yeah. is that we do have some changes rolling out for the yes. 2022 season. The 22 season, because I know people are already asking me, the 22 season kicks off right after LVO. Correct. So February, beginning February is when you have your new ITC season. Yep. There will season. also be changes coming to uh, teams. Uh, I believe there'll be a bit more government uh, or governance on those as well yep. and how they are maintained. 
informed as well as changing to how team event scoring works. Um, so that won't just be a, a flat score score. Sorry. Um, for everyone, I believe there is going to be some changes there as well. Um, but those are yet to be announced. Um, but just keep looking forward to that. You got to do something to break up those super teams, right? I wouldn't know any of those. I would yeah. never be. No, <laughs> you wouldn't. All right. Let's talk about our ITC recap. Not a lot of movement this week, unfortunately. Um, we're still waiting on those uh, Austin scores going in. Um, we've got Brad Chester at our number one slot for the 40K competitive track, followed up by number two, Sean Naden. Sean and our number three, John Lennon, will both be in action this weekend yes. at the New Orleans Open. So maybe a chance for them to move up a bit higher there in the rankings. Um, number four, Manny Chima. Manny having just won the U.S. Open finals, although I don't believe there's many ITC points on the line for that. Um, and then Malik Rubio at number five. Hopping down to the hobby track, number one is JT Steger, number two, Lee Harris, number three, Scott Boucher, number four, Jacob Thayer, and number five, a new number five for us this week is Lee Steger, um, which I think I mentioned last week uh, is, I believe, the wife of JT Steger. So a little competition in that house. Uh, Lee's Lee's coming at coming up the trail. She's nipping at your heels, JT. Um, I always wonder if there's like hobby sabotage in that house. <laughs> <laughs> it- so. <laughs> All right, AOS competitive track. We've got Gavin Grigar at number one, Caleb Walters at number two. Uh, our number three is a new name, and I'm going to butcher it. I'm really sorry about this. Yuri Sichivana. Yep. I have no yep. idea how to say that right. Uh, number four, James O'Brien. And number five, Anthony Tretinelli. Uh, really sorry about that, Yuri. Reach out to me and tell me how I can actually pronounce your name correctly next time. Um, Finally, for our hobby track in the AOS side of things, uh, Derek Page is our number one, number two, Nick Garcia, number three, Ian Wood, number four, Christopher Hernandez, and number five, No Aquino. And I'm going back to chat to see if there's any questions. Um, would you guys have any thoughts, any filler you can throw in there? You got your, what's your next big uh, Australian event? Because I got we got the LVO. Do you have your LVO equivalent? Yeah, yeah. so we've got Uprising this year happening okay. in Adelaide, unfortunately. Um, CanCon has been our like our flagship end of the season event for quite a few years. It wasn't able to run. It's attached to a convention. Like the CanCon is called yeah, a yeah. convention. It happens in Canberra, which is the capital of Australia every year. Um, that wasn't able to run um, because of it's COVID-19. Yeah. And uh, the guys in Adelaide picked up the ball that was dropped there and have run with it. And they put on a... Well, it was actually it was actually like if we're going to go back to Cancun, are we going to stick with Uprising? But they did such a good job like, in that one year yeah. that people were just like, "Well, that's it. Let's go with this and see if these guys can continue to produce." And they absolutely are. Like uh, Adam Napier, number one player in Australia right now, is the main TO for that. So oh, cool. cool. Hopefully, you know that, that shows some good stead that he knows what to provide for competitive players. It is so crazy, though, right? You have one really good event; it becomes a staple. I mean, yes. it just becomes yes. like yes. Just, the Lone Star so, Open was so successful. Boom! I'm going to. I'm going to. I love Cancon. It's like an absolute staple. It's a historical legacy yeah. event, but it was rough every year. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's in the middle of Australian summer, and essentially you're just in a massive like convention <sighs> shed. No aircon, maybe uh. fans, and you just you just it's an eight round. It's a three day. You just sweat. Oh. You just sweat it all out, Ouch. and it's just. It's it's like you can see the bo haze. All right, I've, I have mine chat for questions. Oh, we get, we get uh, kicker. Can you explain what the hobby track is? We've got some folks that are newer to it that maybe aren't familiar with it. Yeah, the hobby track is is basically a way to get hobby scores. So it's not tied in at all in how you play competitively regarding of your win loss scores, whatever. It's purely based off of your appearance rubric, based uh, the appearance best painted basically, which is a, a score that the judge for each event uses uh for frontline gaming events we have a rubric the rubric's posted 
to the the event packet usually posted. I know it's posted for the New Orleans one. It's posted for the LVO one, and it's basically just your best painted score. And so yeah, and it goes for you for the six events, just like you would get yeah. for your six. Uh, yeah, and from my understanding, um, it has a multiplier similar to uh, the the competitive yes. scoring. So a high ranking paint score at a larger event gets you more points than a high ranking paint score at a lower number of events. Exactly. So you want to have your, L, your, you, you know, if you're trying, if you're in the running for that, you want to have your army on display at the LVO and you want to make sure it gets paint judged. We don't just judge whenever there's always a specific <laughs> time and people always miss out on that. You got to have your army ready at that exact time. And can we just, Kicker quickly- is only judgmental in small doses. Oh yeah. Small doses. Can we just show off really fast Adam's shirt? Cause I, I don't know if you see one of these in the, in the, in the flesh. Look at this shirt. Look how beautiful The Nopen. The Nopin shirt, right? I picked him up from the airport. I had no idea what Adam actually looks like in real life, but I saw that's, the shirt. I'm like, oh, there, why, there's Adam. That's there's Adam. Why I'm like, what is the shirt I've got? To <laughs> I'll see you wearing my Aussie, uh, my Aussie team singlet. Yeah. All right. Um, kicker, we didn't ask the most important question to Adam. Oh, sh- Nikes. Adam, what is your favorite sugary breakfast cereal? Oh. This is this is critical here. This is this is like this is how we're going to judge you for our entire friendship from now on. You're There's thinking a couple. You're, you're thinking way too long. We, we have co- to just say Coco Pops. Okay, all right. But it's Fruit Loops. Whoa, whoa, wait, what? So it's a it's a cocoa Pop. No, 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 no. I was going to say Coco Pops because okay. that's the one I was allowed okay, to okay, eat. Okay, okay. But Fruit Loops was one I was Fruit never Loops. allowed to eat. So therefore, that must be the ah, best one because yes. it's the worst one for me. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 no, do they call them the same in Australia? Like, uh, is it? Is Fruit Loops like the toucan? Do you still have the toucan? Yes. Okay, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because you, I go to Europe sometimes. They have like a wolf or something. I'm like, yeah, no, like, what are you yeah, doing yeah. changing the mascot? Um, like, and what do they call They call it rice, ch- chocolate rice crispies here. That's what Cocoa Pops is. Uh, we have, we, we have, we, we have a good, we have a good topical question in chat. Okay, sorry, sorry, would sorry. It, would Kicker uh, potentially score a army higher if it was cereal based for hobby points? A thousand oh. percent. Like I'm waiting for the corn, like the corn flakes. Well, you, you know, know the world leaders. Army, the, right? What was the army that had the Dorito, Doritos oh, on the bases? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes. Oh, no. Back to that. But surely Cereal not- basing. Cereal yeah. basing. <laughs> all right. Um, question uh, regarding, I believe, Cherokee. Uh, is it true if you pay extra, Seth will tuck you in? Yes. Um, yes. I, I was unaware of this arrangement, but apparently I'll be tucking people into Cherokee. No, I, no, I hope that my wife did not want to see me at uh, her birthday weekend. It's attached to premium ticket along with your okay, desk. Good. Yeah. Good. We'll rock you also. <laughs> uh, to keep it fresh, why can't they just add the Kicker Seth variety show during events? Oh, I, I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. I'm, I want to play in the events. I'm not working that, you, of course. Well, well, is, is, You're is, working. Is, I'm playing. I've got ideas. Yeah, I've yeah. got ideas. Got ideas. We, we need, like, we need stuff to put on between games at the LVO. Should we have like the <laughs> midday show with Kicker like Kicker and Seth? Like, I mean, we did talk about doing that. a morning shows for um, LVO. We could call it Serial yeah. Talk. We can eat yeah. cereal oh. and talk about the games. This that is are great. I love it. Let's and you guys it. can Let's be the hype. You can be yes, like, oh, what's going to be on the tables yeah. around? Let me exactly. see this. They're going to do this. These guys do, did great. And yes. then we can have a chef teach us how to make cereal. Let's do it. No, no, no. But I actually, I really do think that what's been really cool since we brought in the, the Dice Chick guys, uh, yeah. you know, Mecky and, and, and Matt, and they did it at SoCal's, is getting those interviews in, you know, mm. in between the rounds and stuff. I, I think that's something we have to keep on adding. All right, back back to a little bit more serious questions. Uh, what are we hoping to see this weekend at uh, FLG New Orleans? Oh, take it away, Adam. I'm so we've seen Thick City be the dominant faction since the 
the breakdown. I would like to see, and oh, sorry, we've seen the Thick City or Grey Knights be the predominant factions in the game. They're kind of trading wins, depending on which which who who gets the better run into each other, or like what mission do do those two come to head. It really determines and kind of what level the players are at with proficiency wise. I'd love to see Nids get up. I'd love. I'm waiting for to see Nids. You're killing me. You're oh, killing me. No, no, no. Well, that I was, you oh, so, so you're betting an army, not a player. No, 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 no. I, I just want to see Nids get okay. first place. And yeah, I would like to see a next gen orc list actually get. Yeah. Yeah. A next gen orc list. One. I'm in for that. I'm in for that. Let's do it. That's, that's your man buggies. right there. Like, yep. I want to see, I, I know most of them are just going to be like two or three kill rigs with las bombs, but maybe, you know, like what is, it's like two or three, ruck, two, like two ruckers, uh, two kill rigs, two las bombs, and then misc, right? Yeah. So, so Seth has got like a top secret list he's been working on. It's not with. top secret. Yeah, I just told you what it was. You just told me, you said, you said, you said. No, no, no. Wait, wait, are, are you not bringing <laughs> your squid log boys? I <laughs> am. I am. I've got 15 of those and 30 B snaggle boys and 20 that, commandos and two beast that bosses. Core, that core of the army I just told you about, yeah, that's, that's like the core. 600. Yeah. So there's a lot of army you get to pack. Yeah, there's that. plenty of, plenty of fun. Um, kicker, what are you looking forward to this weekend? I mean, as always, I can't wait to see everyone. That's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it, it's nice to get back to having events. I can't wait to see you, Seth. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Um, but no, I Except mean, Gold is pretty cool. This venue, as I've been saying since the beginning, is like right in the middle of the French Quarter. So, so that alone is pretty special. What we've done is we've managed to put all the game systems in the one cool, like, Armstrong Ballroom. It's on the eighth floor. It's overlooking the French Quarter and the Mississippi River. So when you maybe you get a really so when you get match. really angry and throw your dice, you could almost hit the river. Well, that well, let's say <laughs> maybe you've had a really tough matchup and, and you just want to find something happy. You can just walk to this beautiful, you know, giant window, just stare outside and and and, and cool yourself. But no, seriously, the event's great. You know, the, the venue's great. Uh, getting to see people. Um, and, and actually, I, if I'm going to say one thing that I'm really excited about is this is like the last big, you know, pre-LVO prep, right? Mm, so everyone's yep. testing out their last few little, you know, potential army changes. What about you, Seth? What do you think? Well, come on. What, are you ready? I mean, obviously you're playing. But... I'm excited for beignets. Oh, beignets. And shrimp. Oh, and shrimp. Yes. Nice. I can play 40K anywhere. I can only get beignets and shrimp. <laughs> I'm going to eat myself stupid. I've been really good since I got yeah. here. I've been eating like two smallish meals a day. And I'm gonna unleash. <laughs> I don't know if you guys. So there are a lot of there are a lot of superstitions in Australia around food and gaming. Okay. So there's a gentleman named um, Jeremy Martino. Or you call it, my name is Jeremy Marigold. Okay. Um, he won three CanCons in a row. And one of the secrets to his success, when he went undefeated, he on day one or day two, he'd have two main meals for dinner, <laughs> and then he would go undefeated the next day. We call it no. Wait, wait. So that's the trick, kicker. Where are we going tomorrow night, buddy? I mean, I didn't so boo. Um, there's quite a few. We just, I mean, wherever you guys want, you guys are the out-of-town guests. But um, we are fortunate within a block, there's probably 50 restaurants that we can choose. We're going to be doing some good stuff. And then for lunch, of course, we're going to have gumbo and jambalaya in the hall to keep you well fed. Oof. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I just got off the phone this uh, this morning with with the venue management. Catering. I'm going to need I'm yeah. gonna need a minute, guys. That's yeah. some premium goodness <laughs> right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made my own jumble. I, I'm going to need to go pack more Pepto, I think. Um, it's going to be a good weekend. I'm going to apologize for all opponents in my immediate vicinity because I'm just going to be constantly eating gumbo and sweating. It's going to be great. And farting. And farting, yes. Our kicker, our producer, Val, said what everyone was thinking. Thank you, producer Val. <laughs> Thoughts. All right, let's wrap this this uh this yeah. delightful show up. 
Um, don't forget, uh, get your Cherokee tickets. They're on sale. Uh, book your room and enjoy all the perks, including apparently me tucking you into bed. Um, don't forget to check out if you need more Adam Camilleri in your life, check them out tomorrow on the Thursday show. Final thoughts, guys. Uh, I got to get some sleep. It's an early day tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Adam? No, nah, I don't need to get to sleep. I'm going to work on the Thursday show a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to get some sleep because I got to get in the car tomorrow and drive down to see y'all. So thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this uh, special episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week, and we will see you at the New Orleans Open. Good night, guys. Good night. See you later.